0: Arizona gets its game of the year and gets right back into it for a possible number one seed in the NCAA tournament. How did this come about? Let's talk about it, and let's get going here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. This was an awesome weekend all the way around for the University of Arizona, University of Arizona football fans, which we'll get to, University of Arizona basketball fans. But first, we've got to talk about the game of the season for the U of A. All right. Now, it's important to put what Arizona did into context because Arizona came into this week – Um coming fresh off a loss to a kind of a humiliating loss to Oregon and the previous week, another humiliating loss to Washington state, just bad stuff all the way around for Arizona and the Washington state win, especially because, well, I mean, let's be honest here. It's Washington state and it was at McHale. You don't expect that to happen. So Arizona then takes care of USC and, you know, in all fairness, um, it's a, you know, it, with USC, it's a, uh, USC is a pretty good team, but you really don't know. You don't really know where your wares are going to be tested until you play UCLA, a team that's in the top five or 10 in the country. They're very, very good, obviously. And Arizona absolutely made it out. Um, you know, they started slow and I'll be honest with you when Jalen Clark when Jalen Clark uh, um, didn't, uh, you know, when Jalen Clark was on Julius DeBellis to start the game, or Julius DeBellis was on Jalen Clark, I'll be honest with you, I was a little nervous about it. I didn't love that matchup. I didn't love that matchup at all for Arizona. And it started out tough because Jalen Clark was basically going right at Zoo, had for what, six of their first eight points. And then. You never really heard from Jalen Clark again, and that was uh, that was a very impressive aspect to what uh, to this game. Now, um, but Arizona did not play well in the first half. Heck, you can make the case that Arizona did not play well the entire game, and they still got the victory. So, how did they get the victory? First thing is is this team figured out a way to win and to win at another team's pace. And that, uh, first of all, that's a big, big thing for Arizona. You can't really minimize that. Um, and I think one thing that you got to look at and say to yourself that um, you got to look at and say to yourself is, well, um, Arizona has to, you know, Arizona generally wants to play an up-tempo game. But you know UCLA wasn't going to allow that. UCLA is one of the best defensive teams in the country, and keep in mind as well, they also have one of the best. Um, they have one of the best tur- uh, uh, non turnover rates in the entire country as well. So that's a big, big thing that you need to look at now. Um, but Arizona was able to do. Arizona was able to beat them the way that Arizona has been able to beat so many teams by going into the interior and again this wasn't one of those 40 25 games we've talked about you know where the big men need to you know where the big big men don't st- are, uh, you know have these gaudy numbers but when you're only scoring you know in the 60s or 50s then you have to be able to uh, manufacture offense any way you can manufacture offense and Arizona did just that with uh, again a Julius Debellis, and Umar Ballo finished with about 30 and 16. But at the same time, let's be honest about what we also saw out there. This this was a very impactful 30 and 16. This was a 30 and 16 where Tabela's uh, just kind of wore on uh, Bona towards the end of the game. And on top of that, Ajulas Tabela's did not play well in the first half. I think that's pretty apparent. But he was ready to rock and roll in the second half and tommy lloyd the wizard that is tommy lloyd put ajulis de in pick and roll situations where he was able to essentially be involved in the game exert what he wants to exert what he wanted to exert and be able to read the defense and that's where tommy lloyd is an absolute genius because sometimes ajulis can be a little passive we've seen that in march and when things don't go great You know, He starts looking at himself a little bit, feeling a little uncomfortable. That did not happen here, and Tommy Lloyd, I think, is a big, big reason why that didn't happen here. So again, big, big tip of the cap to Azulis DeBellis and to Umar Ballo. Let's talk now about the perimeter and how we got here. Courtney Ramey, loved what I saw from Courtney Ramey. Now again, at this point, he's kind of a three-point shooter, but he's a guy who can pull up off the – He's a, he's a guy who can pull up off the bounce a little bit and get those three-pointers going. It was a very impressive performance there by, by Courtney Ramey, and they were big shots. They were big, big shots out there, and that's what you like to see. That's what we all like to see are the big shots, the ones that really matter when the going gets tough, and he was able to do just that. Now, uh, some of the other – Pella Larson – Played very good defense on Jaime Hawkes. So we got to give Pella that for sure. That was very uh, – that was good stuff that Pella did. Um, but one thing that uh, – one thing that you have to also look at, though, with Pella is um, when he's just dribbling once or twice, he's good to go. But – when he starts dribbling more that's when it becomes a problem and you know we've seen that we've seen that a number of different times this year where he really gets into you know he really gets into uh, trying to dribble a little too much or whatever the case may be and it becomes an issue so you got to worry about you got to worry about that and UCLA was hoping that Pella would take or they were leaving him open for a reason UCLA wanted him to be able to get the ball So then they could trap him. And so Arizona's got to figure something out at the end of games because it's not ideal with the way that Larson plays. And the way that, um, uh, you know, it's not ideal with the way that Larson plays and the uh, uh, Kirk Reese of being kind of a lack of, you know, great offensive ball handler at the end of games. That's, you know, that's obviously not something you like to see. But either way, a win is a win. They both did some pretty good things right here, and I think that's what's exciting about. Uh, I think that's what's exciting about Arizona for this Arizona squad right now. Now, a couple of the other things that I think we all need to keep a uh, we need to keep a close eye on um, is uh, the bench. I think at this stage in the game, and I agree with this. Don't get me wrong. I love uh, I love the peaks. I love uh, Henry Vesar. I love um, I love uh, uh, Dylan Anderson, but we're also kind of at the stage now where I think it's fair to say that, you know, they've kind of been they've kind of they've kind of been put to the side a little bit there with uh, with everything um, in that. And you know what? It's OK, because the last thing you want, especially when guys are going through things, the last thing you want is to have to deal with um, is to have to deal with uh You know, a guy's confidence, where he's really at in the grand scheme of things, all of that. So that's uh, I I totally get that from a, uh, you know, from a a Lloyd point of view. And keep in mind, too, these are obviously guys in the peaks that have a lot of, uh, you know, that have a lot of ability. They're going to be needed next year. So it makes perfect sense to me that, you know, maybe cut back their minutes a little bit. The season's starting to wind down. Let's uh, just kind of see where Arizona is in the grand scheme of things and, uh, you know, and kind of go from there. So again, we'll find out exactly where uh, Arizona is, but I think you got to feel pretty comfortable right now. If you're an Arizona fan that, you know, things are, things are ending up, things are ending up right for them. Um, Now let's talk then about what this win means, because think about it this way. You've got, You've got Arizona right now, and you've got uh, you've got Arizona has now wins over Tennessee, which is obviously a big one over Tennessee over UCLA. And let's not minimize these for you know at any point. These are top, these are big time wins right there for Arizona, and there's really no other way that you can uh, that you can look around it. These are just big time wins for the Cats, and they're going to continue to be big time wins. That's where. Uh, that's where I think uh, people need to you know cool their uh, slow their roll a little bit here and that these are wins that are not you can't really take away from them. These are both going to be top two, three seeds going forward. So again, keep that in mind for sure. Now, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the rest of this squad right here, Let's be honest here. It's going to be fascinating to find out where exactly they go, but this is a bounce back. This was the kind of bounce back win that Arizona 100% needed. Arizona needed to be able to get a win like this where, you know, just essentially it was, you know, it was, Arizona was basically in it the entire game and they took care of what they needed to take care of at the end. That's what I think is exciting about this right now. Um now the re- so going forward, you got the Washington schools, um, which will be which you know should be fascinating. But Arizona answered the questions that they needed to answer, and they not only that they answered them in a big big way. And I think that's what's exciting about this entire squad, um, and it's a resilient bunch too. And you could tell they take a lot of that cue from Tommy Lloyd, which is certainly something that you. Uh, You know you understand taking it from your head coach but again big big win for arizona all right now let me tell you about linkedin everybody knows about linkedin and there's a reason that everybody knows about linkedin it's because linkedin works i know so many people that have gotten jobs from linkedin i'm sure you do as well you probably have gotten a job from linkedin and it makes uh and it makes perfect sense because You know, if you know somebody that got a job through LinkedIn, you got a job through LinkedIn. It's because it works. So, again, check it out. LinkedIn. Great stuff. We'll uh, I'll be right back with you. And we're going to talk about some huge, huge Arizona football news going forward. So um, come right back with us on Locked on Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about Arizona football. Arizona football is—we're kind of at the point now where Arizona football, you know that they're going to be able to recruit under Jed Fish. And the worst kept secret in the world is now out, in that Jed Fish is, in the or excuse me, in the Leviticus Sua four-star kid has now committed. To the University of Arizona, and that is obviously big time news. Um, wh- now you are saying, what do you get? What do you get in? Uh, what do you get in him? Well, you get a couple different things in him. First, you get a player who, you get a player who, in Leviticus Sua, can play pretty much all three linebacker spots. He's uh, he can play pretty much all three linebacker spots. He can, you know, he can essentially do what you need him to be able to do out there. And I think that's an exciting part of his, uh, you know, of his MO right there. Now, I think there's a few other things that you got to keep in mind as well um, that, you know, Arizona now has, I almost said severely, has drastically upgraded its linebacking core, which is a good thing. Um, Arizona needed to get better at the linebacker spot. You had Jacob Manu last year, and then basically a bunch of guys who were limited. Arizona needed to, uh, needed to upgrade right there. And they certainly did upgrade. So good stuff right there from the university of Arizona. Um, jet fish has said, you know, recruiting will be the lifeblood of this program. And so far so well, he's uh, certainly shown that, uh, um, that is the case and that nobody will outwork them, and getting Sue in is a big deal because anybody that watched Arizona last year knows for a fact that you needed to be able to upgrade the defense, and you needed to be able to upgrade the defense in a big way. And while I'm still a little concerned about the pass rusher position, I watched this squad, though, and I think that this is going to be a – I think this is going to be a team that is going to be significantly better on the defensive side of the ball. That's, again, big, big get for Jed Fish. And people need to remember this, that while Jed Fish is um, – people need to remember that while Jed Fish is um, you know, upgrading this team, there's still work to be done, but it's going to take some time again. But I still see seven wins for this team. You had a lot of pe- people last year that you know thought, oh, two, three wins, whatever the case may be. This team is wh- this team is better this year. This team is, um, I expect to have a be kind of a difference maker on uh, defense. To be honest with you, I think there's there's a lot a lot to like about this uh, squad. Um, now, where are you going to? There's a couple things that you still got to look at. Where's the pass rush going to come from? Um, you, I think you've helped out on the D line, but You also got to remember that there are still some things out there that you got to work on, and the D-line, I think, is one of them, especially at that pass rusher position. So that obviously is something that Arizona needs to keep an eye on. But upgrading the linebacker spot, arguably the most important spot on the defense, was a big, big get for Arizona. And I think it's something that – you know jet fish is certainly going to be able to build on so again we'll uh, be able to check that one out right there now you might say to yourself mike you know whether what does this team need to do on the rest of the defensive side of the ball well you know what glad you asked we'll come right back with you and we're going to break that one down Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we've got a ton of stuff to get to about the pass rush situation here because that's still something that needs to be addressed. You got to still figure out what exactly is going to go on with the pass rush because that, uh, again, that's still something that, um, you know, is less than ideal. Now, you might say to yourself, what what do you have to do? I would say the first thing that you got to do is – First thing you got to do with the pass rush is you got to find somebody explosive right there. Now, again, those guys are there for sure. But, um, you know, right now it's kind of Deuce Davis as the only guy that's really shown some real quick twitch off the edge. So that's something you're going to have to get – you're going to have to get a little bit better there as well. But after that, then you got – you know, then it's kind of a – you know, after that, then it's kind of a – a committee by approach where you're going to have to basically throw some guys in. Not only are you are going to have to throw some guys in there, you're going to probably have to try to get some uh, rush off somebody else, but there's a ton of different stuff there to, to actually say uh, you got something to work with there. And I think that's, you know, that's an exciting part about Arizona right now is that there are things to work with and there weren't things to work with there in the past. So that certainly is something good, but Jetfish is going to have to work the portal. I don't think there's any way around that. He's going to have to work the portal. He's going to have to find out. Um, he's going to have to find some guys that can really make an impact. Because again, there are some, you know, there are some positions there where you're just not good enough at. But I also think that you're also you're also watching a team who is headed in the right direction. And offensively, offensively, this team's fantastic. Um, I look for a squad that right here that is going to put up 20 points a game on a very regular basis, or 30 30 plus points a game on a very regular basis. And not only only are you going to put up 30 points per game on a regular basis, I think that it's going to be more of an opportunistic defense as well. I think it's going to be a guy, or I think it's going to be a team that not only are they uh, better, which they certainly are, but they're going to be able to help the offense out in a big way. And if you can help the offense out in a big way, that uh, is obviously good. But right now, this was an awesome, awesome, awesome weekend for Arizona athletics as a whole. Uh, quite frankly, I don't think that you can uh, – I, I don't think that you could have really asked for anything better if you're an Arizona fan than what arizona got right here and again a reminder that it's awesome to back the a everybody is back in the a and there's a reason that everybody is back in the a um and with uh with the way things are going with the way that Jed fish has made these hires there's a lot to like right there so again um we'll be back with you tomorrow we're going to talk more about arizona football what all of this means Get you ready, then start getting you ready for the week coming up as well. But as always, can't thank you all enough right there for for listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. Um, again, we're in day by day, every single day mode, and we will be right back with you tomorrow. Have a great and happy Monday, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. You have been listening to the AZ or excuse me, you've been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast.